ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about three peats. Now, if you're not familiar with sports, you're probably unfamiliar with the word three peat. Three peat meaning becoming a champion three times back to back to back. Becoming a champion for three consecutive years. And so while we're not talking about sports, we're going to talk about albums. What artists, and there are a few, in my opinion, who their first three albums were three peats. They had a championship album three consecutive times for their first three albums. Now, there are many artists that can have three great albums, but to do it consecutively, and dare I say, three classic albums consecutively, that's saying a lot. And on this week's podcast, we're going to talk about one particular artist. We're going to be talking about none other than TLC. We'll talk about their three albums. Ooh, on the TLC tip. Crazy, sexy, cool. And fan mail. We're going to give you our three favorite songs from the album. We're going to tell you the one song that we would take off the album. And finally, we will tell you how we would rank each of these three albums. And I've got a special co-host, my homegirl, Jay Boog from Jay's Quick 3 Podcast. So you don't want to miss it. After the break, we will present to you TLC, the three-peat, here on the 12 Kyle Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, I'm checking for left side, man. Oh, God, G. I don't know, God, I don't know, God, I don't know, God, I don't really, really know. Check the flow. And just like that, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, this is a special edition of the three Pete. Uh, if you're familiar with the podcast, we've been talking about some albums that uh, from some from some artists that we feel like their first three albums were championship albums. Uh some would say that they these artists may have delivered three classic albums. And 
we're keeping along with that content on this particular podcast. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, like I said, we're going to talk about the three P this episode. We're talking about none other than T L C. And, uh, I got a special co-host in the building. Uh, Co-host is no no stranger to the show, big friend of the show. Uh, I'm a huge fan of her show as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, introducing to the 12 Kyle podcast for the first time, my homegirl, Jay Boog from Jay Boog's J's 3 podcast. Jay, what up? Hey, hey, what's up? What's cracking? Thanks for having me, Kyle. Oh, no problem. No problem. Glad to have you on. Definitely had to get you on, especially when I found out uh, from you that you were the fourth member of TLC. That's right. Fourth member. I don't know if they know that, but I know that. Okay. That's all that matters. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to talk about that as well as uh, before we get out of here, we'll definitely tell folks where they can find you and your podcast as well. Um, before we dive into the the three um albums here uh let's go back what what was your introduction to tlc what 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 was the first either song or your first memories i guess of tlc do you remember like where you were and you know how you got put on to tlc yes i remember where i was i remember not like specifically where i was but i know i was in the eighth grade that's a long time ago. <laughs> but um, they released Ain't Too Proud to Beg. That was their very first song. Um, and it was just, it wasn't like I was like really into it. It was just like, well, who are these girls? Because they were doing something different. You know, I was a big like salt and pepper fan. And, you know, we hadn't really seen, you know, you had like girl groups like In Vogue and stuff like that. SWV, but you hadn't really seen a girl group like this before that was singing mm -hmm. and rapping. Um, and so I was just like, you know, what are they wearing? Why is everything so bright? What are these condoms everywhere? So it just I didn't really know <laughs> what to make of them. Mm -hmm. And usually, you know, when you see artists for the first time, especially when they're first coming out, you don't know, like, if they're going to last long or if they're just a gimmick or whatever. So I heard the song, I saw them, I was kind of into them, but I just didn't really know how to feel them out um, until the second song came out, which was Baby, Baby, Baby. And I don't know what it was about that song, but then I was like, yes, this, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I'm, I'm, I, I like this. I like this group because they're different. And, you know, they didn't change from where they were from the first video to the second video. It was just like a more kind of like slower song. Um, it was dope. I was hooked from that point. The first time I heard baby, baby, baby was it. Mm, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I, I feel you. I think uh, it was the same for me. I want to say the first time that I saw them, uh, it, it probably was a video. Um, but I was I was I was intrigued because, like you said, they they look different. And I think that was one of the things that really stood out to me was how they look. They look very different from what we were used to in rap and hip hop at the time, because mm -hmm. uh, this is like 1992. 
So by this, so I'm 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 a little slightly older than Jay. (laughs) Seasons. Seasons. I'm a little bit more seasoned than she is. So I was in college by this time at uh, South Carolina State University. Uh, But I had um, I remember seeing the video, and um, I just remember, like you said, the bright colors, the way that they looked. It was so different from what we were used to in hip hop because um, at that time I was like you said somebody. I did the same thing like you did. I, I listened to, you know, the Queen Latifahs, the Moni Loves, the MC Lights, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, groups like that. The Salt and Peppers. I love Salt and Pepper, and they were different because one of one was their presentation, and then two, once you started listening to them and their content, it was rapping, it was singing, and it was this bold in your face of, "Hey, I, this is who I am. I'm proud to be this who I am, and I'm going to say what I want to say." And to be honest, we didn't necessarily have that in rap at the time. Um, and uh, it, I thought it was I thought it was dope. And then, I mean, of course, you know, they were all <laughs> three attractive women. So, I mean, I was hooked from, from that from that <laughs> perspective already. So, uh, yeah, that was, those yeah. that was my first memory of TLC. And I was I, I was a fan after that for real. And then I bought the tape. <laughs> yep. I had the tape, even though I wasn't supposed to. That was the group my mom just did not want me to listen to. I think because of like the whole condoms thing and and mm-hmm. even though they were talking about like safe sex, it's like I don't know. I guess it was very during that time, if you can believe it, controversial to talk about sex or anything like that. So she would not let me. She didn't want me to listen to them, but that just made me want to listen to them more. So yeah, I had tapes on tapes on tapes on tapes mm-hmm. that I just hid. But yeah. Yeah, that's usually the case. Usually, you know, when you, when your parents tell you not to look at look at look at or listen to something, uh, that's usually when you when you gravitate towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we're talking about the the, the three P, their first three albums. Ooh, on the TLC tip, which came out in 1992, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, then their sophomore album, uh, Crazy Sexy Cool, that was 1994. And yep. then their third album, Fan Mail, which was 1999. Um, so since we're talking to three peeps, the first question, you got to give us your three favorite songs. So let's start with the, we'll, we'll do the first album. You give yours, I'll give mine, and we'll go like that. Uh, so let's take it back. Ooh, on the TLC tip, what are your three favorite songs and why? Okay, see, I told you this was hard for me. <laughs> I mean, of course, you, you remember. I feel like all of them are my babies, mm-hmm. you know. But my, do I have to rank them or I'm just giving? No, no, you can just give them. Okay. You can rank them if you want, but you don't I, have to. I don't want to do that because <laughs> um, it's too hard. Um, but my top three on this album would have to be, and actually. I said it already, Baby, Baby, Baby is my favorite on the album. It's like sentimental because that's what made me really love them. So that's obviously my favorite um, song that's on that album. But so Baby, 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 Hat to the Back, and Something You Want to Know. My top three on that album. Okay. Now, why why those three? Excuse me. Um, Hat to the Back, like... I'm a very, very visual person. So when they came out with these videos, um, especially hat to the back, 
it was just something so like I don't even know the word like hard about that video like it was like not one say anything you've never seen but you know people had known them for wearing the big baggy clothes and you know being these bright colors and they kind of seemed like kids and you know they were young around this time I think they were like 20 21 around the time when they first came out mm-hmm. so they were fairly young but people still like called them like cartoonish and they just didn't understand why these young girls because they perceived them to be younger than they were to you know be talking about these adult topics and things like that so when hat to the back came out it was a black and white video shot in black and white most of it um they're wearing these i would you know t-vise has you know she has the t-vise haircut but she's wearing like these um glasses all of them have on these sunglasses wearing these oversized cardheart um jackets which by the way i had one (laughs) Um, and it just looked rough and rugged. It was just a hard, like the song was just like dope to me. It was just saying like, I don't really care what, what else is going on. I'm going to be myself. I'm always going to wear my hat to the back. I'm always just going to kick it like a regular person. You know what I'm saying? Like you Mm -hmm. can't put me in a box pretty much. And then it kind of flipped the script where it was showing how a guy, um, was imagining what they would look like outside of those baggy clothes and all of them were wearing like these tight dresses which was shocking to us fans because we're like wait a minute what <laughs> like they actually <laughs> oh yeah they are like beautiful women like under all those clothes and stuff like that so that was kind of a shock I know me and my my best friend was just like did you see that video oh my god they're wearing dresses did you see that um so we were shocked by that so that whole thing was just dope and then the song is dope um, something you want to know is a song that it was not a single. There's no video to it, but it was kind of, um, a slow song, kind of like baby, 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 but it kind of left eye rapped on it. So it was like left eye rapping on a slow song. It featured her and it was just like T-Boz and Chili singing kind of back up on the, on the song. So I thought it was just a dope thing to like have her featured and not just be like, the hook person or just singing raps in between them singing for her to actually take the lead on a song and it'd be a dope song. Cause it's, you know, it's kind of like a mid tempo song. It's pretty dope. So that's why that was something that I really liked about it. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. Who on the, on the TLC tip, man, um, favorite songs. And these are in no particular order. My three. What about your friends? Baby, baby, baby. And his story. Ooh, that was, <laughs> that was almost on my list. Yeah. Um, what about your friends? I think they hooked me at the video. Um, yeah, I think I think that's just where like I, I had a I had a little I'm not gonna say a little I had a big crush on Chili, um back then, and um and so like when I saw her in the video I was like oh I'm 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 rolling I'm I'm in <laughs> so it was that was just it for me, um so what about your friends was just a really really dope song and that just you know what they talked about uh, I thought was very important. Um, and it was just, you know, it, it was is really, really dope, feel good song. Um, and I think it's a song that, you know, still when you listen to the lyrics, still resonate to this day. Uh, baby, 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 the vi- oh my gosh, the video, man, listen. Uh, 
Yeah, I was. <laughs> again, I was hooked, you know, just on the visual. Um, Love the song. Uh, you know, unlike my good buddy, my, my partner in crime, Eclectic, uh, who mentioned on a podcast that, you know, he went to Grambling State because he thought <laughs> he thought that's where T. Boz went to school <laughs> because she had the Grambling State uh, hoodie on in the video. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, I, I I wasn't I wasn't that that deep, but um, but I I love them in that video, um, and then his story, um, that song really really grew on me, and I think it's still, if you listen to the words, it's still you know can you can apply it to a lot of stuff what's going on today, um, it's just about you know them feel feeling empowered, and then a lot of times, when things go down between a man and a woman. You know, it's his story over mine. That's what they say in the chorus. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the Me Too movement era and and sexual assault and uh, you know any type of physical crime against a woman, uh, you know what they're speaking on is that the woman is hardly ever believed unless she has to have you know physical proof of being hurt, you know, or or, or sexually assaulted or anything like that, or you know, roughed up or beat up or anything like that. So I thought, and that's something I think is, was really a, a power movement, a power statement on, on their behalf to put that on that particular album. I mean, again, this is their first album. So you normally don't get that kind of powerful message message being sent on your first album. And I, I, I love that story. I, I love this song and that story. And, um, it uh it still resonates to this day and um it, it's it was hard picking three but but those are my favorite three off that album. Um then we move to crazy sex cool. All right, yep. Jay. Uh three favorite songs on Crazy Sexy Cool. <sighs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's sighing. This is another tough Another t- all these are going to be tough because I love everything, but crazy, sexy, cool in no particular order. It's going to be let's do it again. Waterfalls. And something wicked this way comes. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so let's do it again. Like I've told people over and over again, like I love I love me a slow jam. Mm-hmm. That's my bag. Like I love Neil So, I love smooth R&B. Like I love it. So this song, let's do it again. Again, T-Boz's voice. So everyone, you know, T-Boz came out singing, you know, with this low register and, you know, that's what kind of made her stand out from like some of the other girl groups and Chili was made to be like what they call the straight Mm R&B singer. But on this song, like T-Boz had this soft voice um, and this whole album was kind of more R&B-ish, you know, but let's do it again. Very soft voice. Chili's accompanying them. Um, Left Eye wasn't on this out on this particular song, but it was just like a cool like vibe. So that's why I like it. I really, I just really love this, you know, rendition or whatever, just what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Waterfalls. Waterfalls is my favorite because not just because it was one of their most popular song, if not their most popular song, which I think it is. Um, I just love the video was groundbreaking. 
not many people had done videos like that besides like maybe say Busta Rhymes or something like that working with Hype Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who directed this. I know it in my head. I want to say Dave Myers, but I don't think it was him. Um, but it was um, super expensive video. It was kind of breaking records in that way. And just the, the um, message that it gave um, in the video talking about, you know, three different people, three, three different issues that they're having. And, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls, stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Um, left eyes rap um, is just something that kind of stuck with me, even in her passing, like it just meant something. Um, and I think that's the, actually the rap. They have that on her tombstone, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. They do, yeah. Um, but it's just a dope song. And... Um, I'm getting, it's been such a, a while. I need to look it up, but I, I want to say the organized noise produced this. Yes. Maybe, maybe not. They, yes. So, they did. so you can tell like the live instruments, cause that's what they did. Um, use a lot of live instruments and things like that. So I just, the whole like production of the song is really good. Video was good. They won lots of awards on this, on this song. So it just became it. Plus they were playing it over and over again, but it's just, it's just something that sticks with me when I think about crazy, sexy, cool. Um, and then something wicked this way comes. Um, it was not my favorite when I first heard it, but it took me a while to keep listening to it. And it's just the meaning of like, if you listen to the song, it's just the meaning of the song. Um, Andre 3000 opens mm-hmm. the song. Like he, like you already know he's a dope lyricist. Like he just, he just is. So for him to get on there and, you know, rap on there start the song off t-boss starts singing chili starts singing and then left eye does this kind of like spoken word thing that she does the song is dope just if you just listen to the words it's again the stuff in this song is definitely something that can be prominent in today especially with the things that we're going through Mm -hmm. with election season and things like that so it was just really meaningful and it wasn't even like a song that you can like with you know what they say bop to or whatever it was just the meaning behind the song and it just the way they just put everything together it just made a magical thing andre left eye t-boss chili like it was dope so that's that's why i had to pick that one Remember back in the time when the only sign we had was pickets. But now when 94, it be this way, something come wicked. G ain't killing others for color. Things that we wear for fashion. Other brothers take it for a reason to be blasted. But the cuff is going on. Not soft like Buttercups, but had enough of singing that same song. See, I stayed across the street from the projects. Took out your mama trash and groceries to her trunk to keep my pockets. Bad like Sagalee. Only been to jail one week for some sure bit. And I pray to God I won't repeat. I should have pulled it when I had the chance. Okay, okay. Get no argument from me. Um I was it's funny because I was I was thinking to myself, I was trying to figure out if we would have any uh any of the same um so for me my three and then these are no particular order uh if i was your girlfriend mm. which is a prince cover mm-hmm. um, i knew you uh, <laughs> uh, uh 
take our time. Mm-hmm. Love that joint. Mm-hmm. And let's do it again. Uh, if I was your girlfriend, again, like I said, that's a Prince cover. Um, and it's it's not easy to do Prince songs. I get it because th- there's only one Prince. And right. to be honest, Prince doesn't allow a lot of people to do his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't when he was alive. And I'm pretty sure now that he's not here, uh, that probably will still stand true. Um, but I loved it. I loved it from the first time that I heard it because, like, it's interesting. And one uh, fun fact about this album uh Crazy Sexy Cool was the first album that I bought on CD. It's the first CD I ever bought. And when I say I played this and played this, because obviously if you go from having a cassette player to uh, a CD player, you know, the huge difference is, is that you can re- you don't have to worry about, you know, doing all of what you got to do to rewind the tape. You know, so you just press a button. It's there. So I played, man, I played this CD. I played, I literally played the CD until like all of the the color came off the CD. <laughs> so, um, so this got a lot of play. If I was your girlfriend, um, I mean, normally when I would play the CD, I played all the way through, with no skips. Um, uh, take our time. Uh, another joint where I just love how Chili sings on this, and she crushes it. Yes. Oh yeah. my God, Chili is. She was incredible on this song. And um, much like you, uh, let's do it again. Uh, you know, T Boz really, really, she hit it out the park. And this is my, this is actually my favorite TLC song, period. Um, what? Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, um, all three of those songs, I, I, I love them. Um, so then we move to 1999's Fan Mail. Uh, what three you got from that album? Okay, I'm just going to put a fun fact out there for everybody. So Fan Mail is their third. Obviously, we're talking about the repeat, their third album. Fan Mail was they the CD cover or the little book because you, you can, it was a fold-up thing. So you open it up, it's a big poster of them. I mean, I don't know, many people know inside CDs, there used to be these booklets. Mm-hmm. Open it up and it'll either be the liner notes you know, lyrics or like their thank yous and you can find out who produced and all that other stuff. Well, or this one, they dedicated, it was called fan mail because they dedicated this album to their fans and anyone, they said anyone who ever wrote them fan mail, they will put their names in the CD case or the, put it in the little magazine thing that's in there. And, uh, I just want to say, I don't know how many versions of this they have out, but on the version that I have, mm-hmm. my name is in it. Get out of here. It's in there. First <laughs> wow, and last wow. name. I'll show you. I'm not going to put my government name out there. I'll show you off here. But yes, so when I heard they were doing this, anybody that have a, had written them, and you know, by this time, this is 99. I have been a fan since 92. Mm-hmm. So I had written many letters. We used to write letters because there was no email yeah, back that then. A, that was a thing. <laughs> I was in all these TLC fan clubs. I was a part of the official fan club. So I was writing letters, doing all this stuff. They had things called like street teams back then. So they would send you stuff to like promote, to send stuff out to other people, you know, stickers or whatever. Um, So, yeah, 
when they said they were releasing this album and it was going to people be people's names in there, I was there when that CD came out. I was at the store waiting for them to open so I can get that CD. I was took it home, ran home, opened it up, and I'm just searching. Okay, I know my name has to be here somewhere. And when I found it, it was it was a done deal. So yes, my name is in there. So that's my fun fact for, that's what's up. for yeah. wow. Um, but so I'm official. That's why I call oh, myself. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> but my my three of on fan mail is in no order. Uh don't pull out on me yet. Mm. Um fan mail. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard to pick a third one, but I'm I'm gonna go with "Come On Down." Ooh, okay. Um, don't pull out on me yet. I mean, I don't I don't know if I have to be explanatory on that. Like, <laughs> <this song. laughs> a little bit on the risque side, but by this time I'm an adult. Right, I'm, right. I'm good. Um, "Come On Down" again. Um, Chili Ford. I always love when Chili sang, just like you said, on mm-hmm. um, Take Our Time. I love, love, love that song. It was very close to being on my list of three, but um, Come On Down Again. I love hearing Chili sing. Um, so that was just a really good song. It just loved the way like they're, they they were harmonizing on that song. Um, and then Fan Mail, of course, Fan Mail was their intro song to this album, mm-hmm. the the first track on it. And it just talked about you know, why, you know, it was pretty much singing to the fans, which is why I liked it. Um, Left Eye was on it. Left Eye really wasn't on this album much, um, even less than she was on Crazy Sexy Cool. But of course, Crazy Sexy Cool, she was going through her, you know, issues with Andre and being arrested and all that stuff. Um, she Andre couldn't get Rising. Yep, Andre Rising. Not Andre 3000. Oh, no. Andre, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking no, no, people. No. We, you and I know, but I mean, I just want to make sure for the, you know, for the people. Yeah, who Andre Rising of the Atlanta Falcons back then. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with him and they got into some stuff. So anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so she really wasn't on this one. Uh, way way less than she was on Crazy Sexy Cool so I was just happy to like pick a song where she was on even if she was just speaking it was just her like she was really the brainchild behind a lot of the stuff that they did creatively mm-hmm. um, so it was really dope to just hear her it was her idea to make this album dedicated to the fans and put their names in there and things like that so um, that's why it was one of my favorites Oh, no doubt, no doubt. You you uh you 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 said a mouthful right there. <laughs> um <laughs> oh man, this album you're right, there's not as much left eye on it. Um but it's still an incredible uh album as well. Um my three I had to put come on down on there. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh then I had I miss you so much. Mm-hmm. That's my joint. That's my joint. And if they knew, those three, yeah, those three, and you know, to be honest, for a while it was I was back and forth between if they knew or um, don't pull out on me. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song. It's a good song, and it's the last song in the album, so. You know, I mean, you know how TLC give it up. So it was just like, so I was kind of going back and forth between those two. But, um, but yeah, I settled with uh, if they knew. But um, yeah, it, it it was it it was dope. It was dope. 
Um, now, conversely, the second part of the uh, uh, when we talk about the three piece, we talk about the one song. Not that it was a bad song. Maybe it's a song we didn't like. Maybe it's a song that was eh, okay. But we often talk about on great albums. Sometimes there's a song or two that really doesn't fit on the great album, and that does not, you know, take away from the greatness of the album. But maybe that song just doesn't fit, or at least it doesn't fit to your taste. So. Let's go back. If mm-hmm. we go back to Ooh on the TLC tip, what's the one song you would get rid of? You know, I don't like you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on this album, but. Now you got to pick one. Okay. It can't be an interlude. Mm-mm. Nope. It's got to be a song. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So if I had to pick one, because an interlude is easy, I know that's why I wanted it. But they got so many dope interludes, though. So they do, but it was like it's not a full song, so right, I was right. fine with that. But okay, okay, I'm just gonna do it. <sighs> Ain't too proud to beg. Wow. I can do "Ain't Too Proud to Beg" only. Only because I love every single song on this album. That was their introductory song. Like I said, when I first heard it and saw the video, I was a little bit just like not, I'm as unsure on, you know, what was going on. Not that it was bad because it was not, but when I heard the full album, I, it seems like every song that I heard was like better than the one that I heard before. And it was just, you know, a graduation throughout the whole album. Ain't Too Proud to Beg is the first song on the album. So if I had to like do without one, cause I, I'll, I'll do that one. I'm hurt, but yes, do that one. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to be honest. If, if, if you look at it, I think just in, in looking at some of, uh, you know, the three piece that I've, that I'm thinking about talking about, um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the popular song, the radio song, whatever the case may be, is the one that, you know, you can usually kind of because you it's fatigue, I think, sometimes for some people. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I feel you on that. I feel even though I said, wow, I know I, I know this is painstaking for you. Um, for me. The one that I would get rid of would be. That's the way we like them. Oh, no. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. It's not that it's a bad song. However, it's the hook. It The hook. And this is going to sound crazy. The hook kind of reminds me of um, oh, that Disney song. It's a small world. <laughs> really? It kind of. I, oh, that's I, the way we like them. It, the hook reminds. I guess me, I it, can almost okay. Yeah, I can. I almost, mean, I, that, yeah. trust me, Jay. Nobody else is gonna think this but me. It's just me. Um, I'm crazy like that. Um, okay. but yeah, that it just and it's not a bad song. It's not even a skip for me. But if I had to take one gun to my head, had to take one off, I would take that song off the album. Um, 
Okay. Crazy, sexy, cool. You got to get rid of one song. What song are you taking off Crazy, Sexy, Cool? Okay. Oddly enough, this was easy. Okay. This was easy for me. Um, I would have to get rid of Case of the Fake People. Mm. Don't particularly like it. Um, I know it's kind of, it's like a mix of a kind of a remake or like sample, but I just, to me, it just didn't fit within the whole, like flow of the album, like you've said before. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't hate it. I can hear it, but I just, all the other songs to me are kind of like a step above what this one is, at least to me. So that's why I would choose that one. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, Oddly enough, I picked the same one. Um, um, <laughs> it's, it's not that it's a bad song. I think I think I enjoyed that song more then than I do now. Because um, obviously, you know, when we, I mean, I listen to these albums from time to time, but I, li- I listen to Crazy Sexy Cool more than I do the other two. But obviously, you know, knowing that we were going to do this podcast, I went back and, you know, last couple of days or so, last couple of weeks or so I've been listening to it um listening to all three and I just found that the case of the fake people doesn't really it's not a skip but it's just not it's like uh, okay it's like one of those songs where I, you know here's the best way I can put it if I had the tape I'd have to just kind of sit and listen through it because uh the next thing is the crazy sexy cool interlude and then you get into red light special uh, but because I had the disc, I could skip it. <laughs> right. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Cases. So so we're we're the same on that. Um, okay. Last but not least, fan mail. You got to get rid of one song. What song is getting removed from this album? Okay. I'm gonna be sighing a lot. Just just. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, uh, for fan mail, I'm I will get rid of my life. Mm, okay. Because again, not not that this one didn't fit because there were a couple of songs kind of in the same realm um, within the album. Mm-hmm. It just didn't move me like some of the other songs did, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I was I was I'm good with losing my life. It just wasn't. Okay. It wasn't on the caliber of other songs that were on that album to me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, for me, this one was easy. It was, uh, I'm good at being bad. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and the reason being is that, you know, I don't, I don't recall, and I, I'm sure that they have, but I don't recall in the first two albums, I don't recall the word bitch being flown around a lot at all if at all right and right. on this song it's you know being thrown out there and, and you know they, they they get at it you know they you know they get it's kind of vulgar and it's not mm-hmm. and, and trust me i have no problem with that i'm come on i grew up on two live crew but mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just i think looking back on it i think tlc was trying to be a little bit harder than they normally are and I get why because this album came out in 1999 so this is coming out on the heels of 
you know, the Foxy Browns, the Lil' Kims, the, you know, Boss, and all of these other female rappers that were a little bit more edgier, a little bit more grimier, a little bit more harder. So, to me, it sounded like on this song, they were trying to kind of keep up with the Joneses, as far because that's where rap was. And I don't really think that that's TLC. You know, even on Left Eye's Best Day, I mean, she wasn't rapping about, you know, slapping dudes and stuff like that. But... Um, it's not a bad song, but I think that song was probably one where somebody from the record label said, hey, we need you a little bit more tougher on this one. And, and that's what they gave us. So, um, so yeah, I, I got to get rid of that one. Okay. So is that, is okay. that fair enough? <laughs> hey, it's your opinion. <laughs> yes. All right, Jay. So now we've come to the conclusion of our three, this is the three P. So this is the third question. Mm-hmm. We have to rank these three albums. Um, as I mentioned, who on the TLC tip dropped in 1992, two years later, 1994, uh, crazy, sexy, cool. And then they come back with fan mail in 1999. So, you actually have to rank these from one to three. How do you rank these albums? Mm. I thought long and hard about this. <laughs> and this is hard. Very hard. Because they can be interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm just going to do this. Okay. My number three. And I'm doing a countdown. Okay. I like it. I like it. Got to do on my show. I like it. So my number three, as much as it's in my heart, my number three is going to be fan mail. Mm. And because even though I'm on the CD cover. <laughs> yeah, you're on the album. <laughs> I, I like TLC as T-Boz Left Eye and Chili. And so the absence of Left Eye on this album, and like I think they had this robot called Vicky on it. Um, I just wasn't feeling that as much. Like it was still a good mm-hmm. album, but I missed Left Eye. And I understand she was doing, you know, they were going through things as a group during that time. But yeah, that's why I have to rank it my number three because I missed Miss Left Eye on there. Mm. <sighs> okay. Mm. This one hurts too. So my number two, my number two is going to be on the TLC tip mm. because even though like this was very hard, like this was like a percentage of a percentage of a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of how it made it to <laughs> number two because this is when I first discovered TLC. Right. Like I said, I love every single song on it, every interlude, every song, every everything on it. Um, but it's my number two because, I mean, Crazy Sexy Cool broke so many barriers and broke so many records. I have to give it my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, t- I mean, this is this this album is diamond. And not a lot of people know what a diamond album is, right. like actual sales, not streams and not downloads. <laughs> right. People bought this album. Um, I think it's at right now 12 million wow. Wow. 
all over, well, 12 million in America, if you add Europe, I think it's 14 million. Um, but yeah, if you get over 10 million, that's considered a, a diamond album. Um, so it's platinum times platinum times platinum times 10. Um, well, times 14. So, I mean, it broke barriers. I would never forget in 95 um, at the MTV Video Music Awards. They pretty much swept the awards. It was their mm -hmm. year. I remember Whitney and Bobby presenting them with, I want to say it was Video of the Year. And Whitney jumping up and down saying waterfalls, waterfalls, waterfalls when, when they went. <laughs> um, and it was just dope. It was just dope to see them like just take over a group that I loved so much that yes, they were popular during we were on a TLC tip, but I think people were just trying to see if they were like really like going to last or if they were just like some gimmick, you know, they were new to the industry. A lot of people didn't know what to do with them. A lot of people in the beginning didn't even want them on their shows or want them, them to perform because like I said, they were seen as controversial. So, um, to see them like just blow things up with this second album and still is, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're the number two in the world of the best-selling girl groups wow. um, that we have. Um, but I think it is after Spice Girls, if I'm not mistaken. About right. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, to see them do this and just achieve so much, their sophomore album, not having people put them in a box, not having people kind of necessarily telling them what to do. Yeah, they might have some executives, like you said, maybe say, maybe try this or try that. But for the most part, um, they were doing things they wanted to do in, in their way. And um, it was rewarded with this, with this album and the success that they had. So that's why that has to be my number one. No doubt, no doubt. Sorry for that speech. No, you no, know, no, that's perfect. That passionate. was perfect. <laughs> that is, we this is that's why I have you on here. We want we want to you know to to dive deep and and explain why you chose the way you chose. Um. Uh, <laughs> here's mine. Number three, fan mail. Mm -hmm. Um, I think. I think fan mail is really really dope but I, I i go back to something that you said you know left eye really wasn't on this the way that we probably would have liked her to be on here so it's less rapping um mm -hmm. i think you know tion and chili you know they do more than enough on this album um and it's still a great album i think part of the issue that you run into with fan mail is that for as great as it is it's not ooh on the TLC tip and it's not crazy sexy cool and that's no fault of that particular album because they made the album that they had to make mm -hmm. but it just wasn't that and that's no slight on it because if if you deem you know crazy sexy cool a 10 and you deem uh, ooh on the TLC tip a, a 10 and you say that you know fan mail is an 8.5 I mean psh, that's still great you know what I'm saying so right. so uh, yeah, I'm I'm rolling. I, I love I still love this album. Um, so that's my number three. Number two. Ooh, on the TLC tip. Mm. Uh, I still love this album, 
And it's funny because like it's been a minute since I played it. I played songs, you know, like different playlists and stuff. But to actually go back and actually and play actually. this album through its entirety, like I have the last couple of weeks, um, you know, how, like you you hear a song and you remember why you love that song. You're like, damn, I ain't heard this in a minute. I, I still and like you you get that vibe of like I still love this song the same way I did 10, 15 years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I found myself doing that a lot listening to this particular album uh, because I listen to Crazy Sexy Cool more often than I do Ooh on TLC Tip, but that's about to change. About to change. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, it really felt good going back listening to this album again, uh, which with as, as many times as I, as I have. Um, and then obviously Crazy Sexy Cool, I mentioned that was the first CD that I, I think I might have tipped my hand. That's the first CD that I bought. And again, I played it so much that, you know, it's one of those albums that when people say, oh, man, what, what, what used to, you know, to, to blow when you were in college? Uh, this album comes to mind. It, and it wasn't like, I mean, I went to college during a time where, I mean, come on, you know, <laughs> Reasonable Doubt and, you know, Illmatic mm-hmm. and Ready to Die came out. But this is another album that reminds me of school. Um, just an incredible piece of work. Uh it was really hard for me to try to figure out to get rid of one because um, I really could make a case, you know, of trying to keep every song on this album. It's very cohesive. Uh, I love, you know, what TLC did with their skits on all of these albums. Oh, yeah. I think their skits are right up there. Maybe not as, as popular as the skits that De La Soul has done over the years, but if De La Soul is probably the best rap group to do skits, TLC is probably a close second or third. Um, because they, and they're funny, and they're still funny to this day. Um, but yeah, they have some of the best skits that you want to hear. Um, I mean, do you know how many times me and my friends called guys using that um, the toilet paper, <laughs> the one that Chili did when she called Puffy? Like, do you know how many, I mean, every guy in high school, we were just calling them, just cracking up laughing. It was hilarious. Wow. Y'all did that for real?
we did it. Wow. We, it, I mean, I'm telling you, everything that they did, we were we were doing it. And even the promo, MTV did promo for Crazy Sexy Cool. They had skits for that. I don't know if you ever saw those. Mm. They were doing skits as promo for, for the album as well. Wow. wow. Kind of like that. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and that, that just, you know, it speaks volumes about, you know, their their music and, and these these three albums, I mean, were, were incredible. And it, it's, you know, we've all heard a lot about their careers and obviously, you know, Left Eye not being here. But um, it says a lot about them to put together these three bodies of work and, and, and they all, um, as cohesive as they are, you know, speaks volumes about, you know, where they were in their lives at the time that they made this music because it's music that, you know, obviously we still get get a a great deal of enjoyment from. Um, so, yeah, before we get out of here, Jay, tell folks where they can find you, where they can listen to your podcast, uh, The Quick Three, um, and uh, where they can ke- catch you on the socials. Okay. Well, again, thanks for having me on. Oh, no like To talk about TLC. I mean, I can have, I have so much more I could say, but I really appreciate you having me on for this, this particular episode. Oh, no problem. But, uh, people can find me. I'm Jay from Jay's Quick Three. Um, it's a podcast where I just choose three random topics, no matter what they are. I can talk about news. I can talk about personal things. I can talk about music and entertainment, which is what I love to talk about most. Um, and I just pick those three topics, talk about them, tell you my thoughts. And I invite you to you know, give your opinion or give me your thoughts or if you agree or disagree. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's pretty. I call it Jay's Quick Three. Because I try to keep it quick. So you're looking at maybe up to maybe 30 to 45 minutes unless I have a guest. Mm -hmm. So it's a quick little podcast you can listen to really quickly and then move about your day. Um, You can find me on Twitter. It's my personal page. It's jbook for show, J-B-O-O-G, the number four S-H-O. Or you can go to Instagram where the show has a page, which is Jay's Quick 3. It's all together. JS quick, the number three. Um, and yeah, you can check me out there. Um, let's see what else that's, that's about it. Oh, also, I mean, I don't want to bombard your podcast. No, no, no. Promote, promote. That's what we do. I am part (laughs) of a a great super group. Um, where are we talking about girl groups here? Um, (laughs) super group of (laughs) solo black female podcasters called the podcast happy hour with uh, myself, Autumn, from the Lit Life Podcast, who's been on your podcast as well, mm-hmm. um, Audrey from Odd Tales, Chris from Shenanigans with Friends, and Tamara from Tamara to the Break of Dawn Podcast. We come together once a month, and we just bring little pieces of our own shows together while we drink and have snacks and just, you know, talk about topics, and we have a good time doing that. So if you want to... Um, Check us out. Um, we will be dropping a new episode for this month, um, October 16th, which you can find on my podcast. Um, the previous months for August is on Lit Life Podcast. And for, no, I'm sorry, September was Lit Life. Um, August was uh, Tamara's. So Tamara to the Break of Dawn. So if you just go to their um, pages or go to their podcast it actually says podcast happy hour you can check us out also we're on YouTube the last one we did with on Lit Life was live 
So um, just come check us out. It's a really good time. I think it's really dope to see, you know, like I said, five solo podcasters just come together and just have a good time. So check me out, check them out. And uh, thanks again, Kyle, for having me on. Oh, no problem. No problem. I, I really enjoy the happy hour podcast. Y'all are y'all off the chain <laughs> for real <laughs> and what's cool is you can tell just by listening uh that you know the five of you all have a genuine friendship and um you know just even talking about how you guys came together and while you all may not have met each other physically you know i could i could hear the sisterhood and and the bond that has been forming seem like a very short period of time but it seems like y'all been you know kicking it for the longest um, but yeah, definitely check them out. Definitely check out and, and Jay, your podcast comes out every Friday, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's supposed to be every other Friday, <laughs> but, um, I got really inspired for whatever reason when I took a small break. Um, I recorded a lot, not, you know, I wasn't planning on doing that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I came back in the month of August, I just had a lot of material. So I, I put out something every week and if I can keep it up, I'll definitely do it. I work a full-time job as well. So sometimes it's hard to like be that consistent. So that's why I was doing it every other week. Gotcha, but gotcha. Um, this month for August, yes, I have a, an episode every week, but normally it's every other Friday. Okay. But okay. if you follow me guys or you subscribe, you'll get those episodes as soon as they come out. No doubt. No doubt. Definitely follow and subscribe. Um, you all been following me for the longest. You know what time it is. You know, the vibes. Uh, the 12 Kyle podcast comes out every Thursday um, and it's available on all streaming platforms where podcasts are free. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Once again, TLC three Pete with my girl, Jay. Uh, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys on the next go round 5,000.